Hello, everybody. Oops. Welcome to another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. My name is Charles, and with me today, as always, is my lifelong friend and co-host, Dylan. I'm ready to talk some fantasy with my friend, Charles. I'm ready to talk some fantasy with my friend as well, Dylan. We've got an interesting episode today. Um, one that we, you know, touched upon a few days ago with our Is Quoth the Mary Sue episode. Today we're taking on this question that's in the title. Should we stop saying the phrase Mary Sue? This is something we've been thinking about for several months now since we started recording this show back in the summer. And we were jumping in and reading all kinds of commentary, reviews, criticisms for all the buddy reads that we've kind of picked up along the way and the books that we've pitched and the books that we're recommending. And more often than not, the phrase Mary Sue comes up, especially around the main characters. And we started to see it more and more. And we talked about how it related to Quoth specifically from King Killer Chronicles earlier in the week. But today, you know, we were like, had this idea for a while of like, let's talk more about this idea of the phrase Mary Sue and how productive and warranted it is in the world of like fantasy criticism and reviews and discussion. And we've done a lot of research. We've talked a lot about it off the air, trying to come up with like what's really going on with the trend that is labeling things as a Mary Sue. And that brought us to this conversation today that we've prepared for we've researched we've constructed and we're happy to have that dialogue today to to discuss the question of should we stop saying this phrase mary sue and that's where we are today exactly charles you know charles and i definitely feel that it's good and worthwhile to talk about characters and protagonists and how good they are as characters what kind of things make them uh, worth reading about what kind of things don't and it's fair for criticism to be a part of that we're just wondering is the term mary sue which we feel like has been thrown around so much as we've more and more read up on popular opinions about the books that we care about is the term mary sue contributing to that conversation in a way that's actually helpful or productive at this point or is it taking away from those conversations absolutely how constructive of a criticism is it or a point is it you know those are the kind of things we're looking to get into and i think a good place to start is i know we kind of defined the phrase mary sue in the last episode but i want to kind of redefine it here like because this is one of the most conf like conflicting things about this idea of mary sue is what is a mary sue how do you define a mary sue and there's lots of pieces to that puzzle i know dylan and i each kind of researched some definitions do you want to kick us off with one of the definitions that you found dylan well i went to tv tropes i mentioned this on our is quote the mary sue episode as well to try to figure out what's going on there. I recommend if you have time to get uh, sucked down the hole of wonderfulness. <laughs> it is a great a, website. It's a great website, but it is my time disappears when I'm on it. <laughs> and <laughs> anyway, there was a lot of talk about how hard it is to define Mary Sue on the TV tropes page, at least at the time I was reading it. They present 13 different ways that Mary Sue is interpreted, <laughs> and they 
also say at one point, since there's no consensus on a precise definition, the best way to describe the phenomenon is by example of the kind of character pretty much everyone could agree to be a Mary Sue. These traits usually reference a character's perceived importance in the story, their physical design, and an irrelevantly overskilled or over-idealized nature. So they went on to have a bunch of these interpretations of it, Charles, but I mm -hmm. actually was finding a lot more on the fact that the definition of Mary Sue is nebulous than I was finding on how to actually define it. I know you found a little bit more concrete stuff when you were looking, I, I think it was mostly on Wikipedia. Was That's it, right. Always good old Wikipedia. And my definition kind of overlaps with yours. Wikipedia says, a Mary Sue is a generic name for any fictional character, usually female, who is so competent or perfect that this appears unrealistic for the world setting, even in the context of the fictional setting. They may excel at tasks that should not be possible for them, or they may upstage the protagonist of a fictional setting, such as by saving them. They may disregard previously established aspects of the fiction, such as characterization and natural laws. They may also be praised by every other character in the work, especially by the antagonist of the work, regardless of whoever the Mary Sue characters are. So there is kind of this overlapping thing of like, yes, they are competent and perfect, but there's also this aspect that it's like kind of unrealistic given the defined rules of the setting that the story takes place in and these kind of like unearned moments of these impressive feats of glory or praise or or something like that it seems to be like the common trend and that's how I've always perceived Mary Sue to be defined it's like oh it's a character who's so good that they never had to train and they're just kind of like all of a sudden good at something that's unwarranted unearned unestablished perfection or competency that we weren't um, built up to see in their character at all is, is what I would say is a Mary Sue. That makes sense, Charles. I also see things like it being a self insert mm -hmm. for the purpose of wish fulfillment come up a lot in Mary Sue definitions. For sure. Yeah, that's another common one. And it, it doesn't seem to me like that they're like mutually exclusive. It's like, can you just be this like self-insertion, like a James Bond type character? But I mean, James Bond was trained by MI6, right? And he grew up as a, in a life of being a secret agent. So it's kind of earned. But then it's like so gratuitous in terms of wish fulfillment that is it a Mary Sue like so th those kinds of nuances and and that I think is part of this conversation is like what are we saying when we label a character Mary Sue and how how each individual defines the phrase is what makes it difficult to like have a conversation about online when you throw around the phrase Mary Sue um, something that I thought was interesting was the origin of Mary Sue. I don't know if you knew this, but Wikipedia says the term Mary Sue comes from the name of a character created by someone named Paula Smith, an, an author who back in 1973 wrote a, a Star Trek parody with a character that she named Mary Sue. And it's a really short, like 10 paragraph fanfic about this character Mary Sue who goes on the Enterprise and everyone loves her and she's good at everything you know and and they praise her and she's young but she knows more than Captain Picard and all this stuff and that's kind of the 
genesis of this phrase Mary Sue is this idea that here's a character that just walks into the store and is good at everything and everyone loves them and and you know it's like who is this person <laughs> they just came out here and all of a sudden they're very good um I will say for Charles, me yeah go for it I think just something that I I came across this too and something I want to say here as you said is a satire of Star Trek but my understanding is that it was a satire of Star Trek fan fiction it was a fan fiction itself, right. but it was also satirizing the fan fiction that comes out about Star Trek, not Star yes, Trek it, itself. Yes, it says here in the last thing on Wikipedia, satirized unrealistic characters in Star Trek fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is a parody, but it, it's a parody on Star Trek and Star Trek fan fiction specifically. So, yeah, that's a good yes. distinction to make. That wasn't so. Go on, Charles. I know you had more there. Yeah. Well, no, that that's just an interesting place of where it came from, right? It's a criticism of fan fiction of people writing these empty characters and like inserting themselves into the. It's like, oh, here's a character that just walks into the Enterprise that everyone loves and can do no wrong. Um, that's kind of the genesis of this. And I will say, the first time that I ever heard the phrase "Mary Sue" in terms of describing a character was from you, actually, way back in the day. <laughs> do you want to kind of so, bring this up? Sure, Charles. Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I had a confession I wanted to make while we were on air here. Mm-hmm. That is, so Ray from Star Wars is probably yes. the character that is most frequently associated with Mary Sue as a term, and in my findings anyway. Mm-hmm. And I may be, Charles, one of the first people to <laughs> ever call Ray a Mary Sue because I, <laughs> I believe you, me, and Derek went to see the midnight premiere to get there. Were you there, Charles? I was trying to remember that. I don't I know I think so. I don't okay. think so. I think you guys went and... Okay. I went So separately. I went with Derek then. That's why I, I thought maybe you heard it from here. But I went with Derek, and we'll have to get him on the show to see if he remembers this <laughs> at some point. Uh, Derek, you may remember from our travel episodes. That's uh, right. Trip to New Zealand, if you're <laughs> a longtime friend. And we... <sighs> We watched this movie, and I did like The Force Awakens, right? I yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> and the thing I said after everyone was applauding, because most people did like it in the theater, is I lean over to Derek. I was like, yeah, it's really good. I feel like Ray is a bit of a Mary Sue, though. <laughs> so that was right at the conclusion <laughs> of a midnight premiere on the East Coast in New York, Charles. I don't know. I might be one of the first people in the world to have <laughs> called Ray a Mary Sue. I do remember, it's very likely, of course, the midnight premiere. And I remember we were talking about it afterwards. Like the first time we had met after it, we both kind of watched it near opening day. Like you watched it the premiere. I watched it a little later. And then you were the one that was like, yeah, may, um, Ray's a bit of a Mary Sue. And that movie came out back in 2015. So it's interesting, like, yeah, this was a phrase that was dropped in, that was first penned in 1973 by Paula Smith Mm -hmm. in a fan fiction. But now it's being attached to, like, the hottest um, leading role for a movie at the time back in 2015, which is Rey in Star Wars. And I saw it. Like after you said it, I started seeing it everywhere, and that could just be like, oh, I learned the phrase, and now I'm seeing it everywhere. But I really feel like that phrase got like a second wind, and really, all of a sudden, everyone like it is very much like the internet learned a new word. I say when when the phrase Mary Sue comes up, because with Ray, that was an early criticism, and 
you know, I don't want to talk too much about Ray being a Mary Sue, but there is some justification to that, right? She was flying the Millennium Falcon like a pro and she redirected the power. She was able to use force powers to do mind tricks on a stormtrooper, having never been trained in force power. She was able to hold a lightsaber and fight off Kylo Ren. You know, these, it falls into that um, unearned aspect of it. And then there's this, everyone's telling her she's great and all that and the other thing, but um, I kind of bought into it. I was like, yeah, she is a bit of a Mary Sue, isn't she? And then I've kind of, you know, I, I was like, that's kind of a cool thing. And then I was like, yeah, she could have been more fleshed out. She could have had more preparation or training or whatever to kind of do those things. And that's kind of, for me, the genesis of Mary Sue. <laughs> Yeah, when I said it, I was I was not expecting people to necessarily know what I was talking about. I was probably a little bit trying to be cool where <laughs> like I would say, "Oh, Mary Sue." And then my friend would say, "What's a Mary Sue?" And I'd say, "Well, Charles, let me tell you something <laughs> about the term Mary Sue." But obviously I was way behind when it actually came to be popularized. Right. So I feel the same way as you, Charles. When I was saying it back then, I thought I was in the know by knowing about it. And then I started seeing it everywhere following Star Wars, though, of course, it comes from the 70s. Right. I definitely think it got the attention of a newer generation with kind of that array of Star Wars being kind of like the pinnacle of it. And then so many times in researching for books and discussions, it this idea of a character being called a Mary Sue pops up all the time. And that's like the next thing I think we should talk about is this idea of calling a character a Mary Sue as this idea of, as a form of criticism, right? It's like, oh, this like quote is a Mary Sue. The main character from Red Rising, Mary Sue. <laughs> it's like, like Ray from Star Wars, Mary Sue. It's, it's like tossed around so quickly and it kind of, I don't know. It's to me, it seems like it's a put down. It's implying that the character is not doesn't have really that much of a character, no matter how talented they are, or, or like no matter how, what other aspects of their personality were fleshed out, whether it's their intelligence or anything that makes them an individual. It's like, oh, they're extremely talented in something. Mary Sue, like bad character, bad writing, one star. You know. Totally agree, Charles. The first time I think we really talked about the term Mary Sue on our podcast was when you were pitching Red Rising in your friends pitching fantasy. Well, there a was while the Kingkiller, and oh yeah, so I'm totally wrong in saying this is the <laughs> first time, but one of the first times for sure was when you were pitching Red Rising, and I remember asking you, "Hey, I'm seeing this everywhere." that the main character Darrow is a Mary Sue. And I was like, uh, can you tell me about this character and let me know if I should be worried? Which to me was a sign that I was like, is Mary Sue helping at all? Because I know what the term Mary Sue means to some extent, uh, as much as I think at least the average person who's reading these re reviews would know. And then I'm seeing it labeled, like I'm seeing a character that I don't know yet labeled as a Mary Sue. And I have to go to my friend who's read the book and say, Charles, 
can you explain what this means and can you explain if I should be concerned? Right. And, and I remember you kind of even asked that question almost like a it's like look, I kind of from reading criticisms of other books that I have read where the characters labeled Mary Sue, I I even know going like the tone of you asking it was like I'm kind of not really concerned about this but should i be kind of a thing it was almost like you begrudgingly asked the question because it popped up that's the sense i got anyway i don't want to speak for you yeah that's how i felt right and it's because of how help i found the broad application of the criticism to be right and i think you know and i when i answer that question it comes into like look a lot of characters in fantasy are like the chosen one or they have these exceptional abilities and, you know, you it's easy to be the first person to take a character that's super talented and has this, like, maybe wish fulfillment aspect and be like, oh, Mary Sue, bad, you know, that's a criticism. But it's not, it's rarely that simple. And it's like, look, there's these other elements you could define Mary Sue. It's like, well, some people just think a character that's super competent and nearly perfect in certain abilities is a Mary Sue. And for me, my thing is, does it, is it earned? And it's like, well, that, you know, in Red Rising, you have the main character go through all kinds of stuff leading up to the moment when they, you know, can be perceived as this Mary Sue character. So it's like, I get what they're saying. It's like, yeah, he rises the ranks and becomes one of the best of the best, but you can't have that without the whole story leading up to that. It's very similar to like Katniss Everdeen or something from, um, the Hunger Games, it's like, it's easy to feel like there's, um, oh, she, of course she wins, you know, of course she wins, oh, well, uh, well, spoiler, she may or may not win the Hunger Games, <laughs> but it's like, oh, of course, of course she competes in the Hunger Games and is, like, super competent and super talented and all this other stuff, and it's like, yeah, but there's this whole backstory of how she had to, like, hunt for food and like the school of hard knocks thing combine that with it's a young adult story so the character has to be exceptional so i feel like fantasy is the prime target for this mary sue allegation and it's a criticism that pops up commonly and it's hard to really like contribute to that conversation it's just used as like a dismissal it, it ignores every other aspect of the characterization of the main character it's like okay so what do you really not like about this character do you not like something about it or you just want to point out that the character is exceptionally good at something like you know there's a piece missing for me in all these criticisms and these reviews that's a thing for me too charles is that piece missing i just want to know what the actual criticism is so i mentioned that there's 13 different ways that mary sue <laughs> is yeah. interpreted based on tv tropes uh, they listed Mary Sue is protagonist you don't like. Mary Sue is poorly written character. Mary Sue is cliched character. Mary Sue is author avatar. Yeah. Mary Sue is the only common character. thing is that it's basically almost like not, not derogatory, but very like dismissal. It's a put down. It's a it's a negative connotation. It's yes. just a way to slam dunk on a character you don't like without having to like actually provide in depth criticism. For sure, and I think. Because I would rather hear in-depth criticism. I, <laughs> I want to. I don't have inherently an issue with a character being powerful or good at things. I care more about how, as you say, Charles, it's earned and how much it fits into the setting and the story and what is being told to me. Sure. So you could I say like James know. Bond is a Mary Sue. Sure. But then it's like 
that's not productive. Like some people like James Bond, some people don't. And is he a Mary Sue even is up for debate. But you could say, look, I don't like how it's this wish fulfillment for misogyny or something like that. Now that's an interesting critique to just label him a Mary Sue and be dismissal and say James Bond sucks is like, well, like, is this the com- is this the productive conversation that we want to have? Like, does is the phrase Mary Sue really enough to explain, like, to to have a conversation? Because it's really not. Like you said, there's like 14 different <laughs> definitions of what it could mean. Like, one definition says James Bond is a Mary Sue. Well, I would say he's not, but there is the common thread of what we're both getting at is this wish fulfillment slash misogyny piece that is totally valid criticism. So. That's the conversation that we're trying to have. I just think this hot button, which is funny to say about something that was penned in the 70s, but this hot button phrase, Mary Sue, has kind of derailed that conversation. That makes a lot of sense, Charles, and that's been my experience too. And you bring up misogyny there in reference to James Bond. And I think that another common theme we saw pop up in looking up definitions here is oftentimes in parentheses, it'll say something like usually female character, right? Yeah. And I think that's another really unproductive thing that I've found about Mary Sue is that it's disproportionately slung at female characters. I mean, we of course see times where someone like Quoth gets labeled uh, Mary Sue, but we also see times in which uh, like Ray was, obviously I was part of the problem here. Ray was getting that criticism way, way quicker. Lambasted, I guess you could say. (laughs) Right, like how long was James Bond around doing all of these wish fulfillment and uh, misogynistic things that, and not having very many flaws or anything like that and usually winning and blah, blah, blah. How long was he doing that without ever being labeled a Mary Sue in anywhere near as popular a way so true. as Ray was. Yeah. So it's and I have a great yeah. quote on that actually. So I have a quote from a Tasha Robinson who's a writer for The Verge and she's talking she's like defending the idea of Ray being a Mary Sue. And she says, for women who felt underrepresented through decades where most of the ladies on screen were victims, tokens, rewards, or shrews, it's natural to feel a sugar rush of fulfillment over strong characters like Katniss Everdeen and Emperor Furiosa. Um, And I think that's kind of true. It's like being a wish fulfillment character is not a bad thing. It's it's just a type of story and a type of character. And Rey is like Star Wars is a popcorn hollywood blockbuster and ray is just an opportunity for better female representation in star wars where there was only really princess leia and that wasn't you know this idea of a token that was mentioned in the verge so it's like it's just something for like young girls and you know all fans of fiction to to watch and be like wow look at you know ray being badass and like flying the Millennium Falcon and using lightsabers is cool. And it's supposed to be that kind of wish fulfillment fun. And then I think this phrase, Mary Sue, was just and the ability for people who um, just um, had issues with that to, to, to label it that. And I do think it invites more criticism for female characters. And it, it's it's just not the conversation that... I would necessarily want to have, you know, I'd like to have this piece of like, yeah, 
could it have been better representation if she was more fleshed out and like w- less wish fulfillment? That's an interesting conversation to have. But to just dismiss her character completely and calling her Mary Sue is not a productive conversation to have. And that's kind of the genesis of our whole should we stop saying the phrase aspect of it? Because it's like, is there any value to be had in this phrase, Mary Sue, that has 14 different definitions, often used as a put down, often connoted towards female characters? It's like, is there room for this in modern discourse? That's what we're getting at here. Yeah, and I think it restricts conversation when you might be arguing with someone on the internet, which is rarely productive (laughs) in the first place. But let's say you're in that place and you're arguing over whether Ray is a Mary Sue or not. Well, having this term that can mean so many different things to so many different people, I think it's keeping people from actually being able to engage with each other in a way where they're exchanging what they actually mean. Because mm-hmm. let's say, Charles, I'm on one side of the internet and you're on the other, and I am saying, hey, I think raise a Mary Sue, and you're telling me, no, she's not for these reasons. I'm saying, well, she is for these reasons. And it's like, we're talking past each other because we're working with a different definition of a term. And I think unless we could get on the same page, as to what Mary Sue actually means, which seems unlikely at this point. And why would we even try? It's such like a gendered term and like, I don't know. That makes sense. It's like, why even go that way? And yeah, and I also think that's a great point. It it hurts discourse. And even like, we're so quick to label a character Mary Sue. It's like, oh, oh, raise her Mary Sue. She's Mary Sue. And it's like, okay, well now we're not like we're already we're that's where we're starting same thing with like oh quotes mary sue oh this character is mary sue it's like okay we're starting from here as opposed to being like hey here's some things like that whole thing with the fae that was kind of weird right (laughs) it's just like that's the conversation that we might want to have before is he even a mary sue in the first place so it's just another obstacle to avoid talking about the actual specific character and the different aspects of a specific character like there's many different aspects to ray as a character as quoth as well and you can't get into those details when you do this too generalized blanket um you know put down of mary sue it's just that's what it is I'm on the same page as you with that one, Charles. <laughs> so, sh- should we stop saying the phrase Mary Sue? I am of the opinion that we can do better in terms of like expressing our criticisms than to use the phrase Mary Sue. I think it's too um it's too undefined and it's too easy of a thing to apply to a character especially in fantasy. So easy to just say, "Oh, this character is showing exceptional ability." Mary Sue, you know, it's like I think we can just move past it. That That's where I'm coming from. <laughs> I feel the same way, Charles. You know, we never on the FDF podcast try to censor folks or anything like that. No. We Like, sure, say Mary Sue if you want. We just seem to fall on the side of we don't think it's helpful or productive yeah, we've to seen be it so saying much it. Too. Like yeah. We had that conversation with em- in Emperor's Soul, right? With the guys over at Phantology. And we're like, okay, is the main character in that book is Mary Sue? And But that was a character who, from the beginning, was a perfectionist and like super talented. And it's like, oh, that character's a Mary Sue. And it was like, well, that's actually part of her. Like, she's supposed to be a perfectionist. And that is like what drives the drama of 
the story. Like the whole theme is about artistic integrity. And so she has to be like this perfect artist to be that. And so it's like, oh yeah, you know what? That's kind of true. And you can have criticisms like, oh, we didn't get to see any sort of stakes because she's already a master. And like, that's something we can validly have a conversation about. But again, this idea of like, we've come up with this phrase, Mary Sue, and we've always, our stance has always been like, well, let's kind of work around it and see what we're really getting at here. And that's the conversations that we like to have. And I think it's been very constructive with the conversations that we are actually able to have about fantasy these days. I feel the same way, Charles. I think us trying to remove Mary Sue as much as we can from our protag- from our uh, discussions about protagonists and, and other characters uh, um, has mostly deepened and enriched our conversations <laughs> in, in ways that if we just slung Mary Sue at them, might not have happened and i obviously we had our is quote the mary sue talk but uh those who listen will probably find it which it of course is gonna similar bells to this it seems like it's gonna be a longer episode than our overall mary sue episode we just have a lot to say about quoth but um that we do but i'm happy man and i think you nailed it right it's like we have better conversations when we look deeper into why is this phrase popping up you know it it always leads to better conversation and and that's why we brought this up it's like we keep seeing this it keeps coming up and we kind of get to the point where we're like oh okay it's this whole mary sue conversation popping up again it's like the same every time it's almost dismissive when we see it and so we're just trying to get into the character because that's what you know we're enthusiasts we love characters and so we just trying to get into the meat of a character and Mary Sue has no place in that kind of conversation really well said Charles all right anything else we want to bring up about the phrase Mary Sue (laughs) (laughs) I think I feel satisfied I'm happy I I want to hear from our listeners as well I'm sure I mean, speaking as someone who's been as guilty as anyone in using the phrase Mary Sue. It is a fun phrase. Like it is like when I first heard it, I was like, Ray totally is a Mary Sue. What was up with that? (laughs) Yeah. So like I'm all on board with the phrase. I just think now, you know, for our conversations, at least on the show, it's like we're going to try and we'll acknowledge when it's a popular opinion for a character. But we really want to get kind of get into why and and. Mm -hmm. You know, we won't be so quick to call a character a Mary Sue. It would have to be pretty, um, <laughs> pretty aggressively a Mary Sue character for us to go ahead and pass judgment at this point. But I do want to hear from the fans. I think this is a super interesting just kind of discourse, you know, just across all of book reviewers, movie reviewers, fantasy enthusiasts. It's like, where do we stand on this whole phrase Mary Sue and using it and the productivity of it and like how do we use it in this modern in this modern day of fantasy discussion online you know so very interested to see what the fans have to say about it exactly charles i'm glad to let them know all the areas in which they can reach us if you get that outro music pumping over there well said i think we've said our piece and we're ready to move on to the outro thank you everyone for listening and navigating the um 
murky, controversial waters that are the Mary Sue phrase. We'd be super curious to see what you have to think. You know, we always, any discussion around fantasy we love to have, especially characterization. So feel free to reach out to us on the FTF podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And the FTF podcast with a number one at the end for Twitter. Uh, Don't forget that one. Don't forget that number one. Uh, for Twitter and you know Twitter's our preferred place Marsh is over there he's killing it on Twitter so if you, you reach out to him there you'll, you'll hear from him um, you can also email us at theftfpodcast at gmail.com and toss five stars to our podcast guys it means a lot to us to just go onto Apple Podcasts and drop five stars it affects our standing online heavily and it's very few people end up making it around to dropping those reviews we get it but if you listened and you liked it and you want to hear more let us know toss five stars to our podcast um you can always just google us and interact with all the things that we're doing online we'd love to hear from you and thank you so much for listening and as always go forth and conquer friends